Hey parents, welcome to Teenager Tuesday. My name is Angela Lenz, and I'm one of the executive pastors here at Hope Fellowship. And I have Aaron Alexander with me, who is the other executive pastor. Yes, I'm here, and I'm glad to be here. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so today we're going to talk about how to help our students navigate transition and change. Uh, We know even as adults, we don't even handle change very well sometimes in life. Uh, Aaron, tell me about how old are your kids? And let's dive in and just start talking about um, what's been one of the toughest changes or transitions you've had to help your kids through. Yep. So I have four kids. Um, Oldest just turned 14. Then I have a 12-year-old, 10-year-old, and an 8-year-old. I think for us, the biggest the biggest challenge, or that one of the biggest transitions that we've walked through specifically, has been school transitions. Mm-hmm. You know, going from an elementary school to a middle school. Um, that's different because we're the, we're public school family, um, and so going from a close knit, uh, small elementary school to a big uh, middle school, it kind of felt like the Wild West a little bit. Uh, so preparing them for exposure to different worldviews, to different ideas, to different um, ways of life, and even just you know how kids are—that's probably one of the biggest transitions we walk through. Um, that. We, I mean, now we have an eighth grader and a sixth grader, so um, we're in the middle of that with the two oldest right. of how to be middle school kids, how to navigate um, the most annoying and difficult times, you know, of life, uh, but also how to come out on the other side and be okay. Yeah, that's good. I have a 16-year-old twin boys and then a daughter who is 18 and a senior in high school. Um, I think for us, the hardest navigation uh, really happened in high school where they really had to realize that they were responsible for a lot of the stuff that needed to be turned in. I wasn't going to really micromanage a lot of what they were doing. I wasn't going to remind them to keep up with their homework and to do these things. And like that they had to be more responsible. And we had a few years where there were a lot of consequences (laughs) for for missing out on. um, They had to miss really fun things that I was like, hey, but you have three missing assignments. You're not going to go to this friend thing if – if you can't do that. So. Well, let's talk about that. Like, how has, for you, is, with, I don't have kids in high school yet. Um, I mean, you have one that's about to go off to college. Mm-hmm. How do you parent them through differently now than you did when they were elementary or, or middle? Yeah, absolutely. I think all throughout their lives, our parenting style has had to shift and change. When they were um, tiny, tiny, you know, you you have to do everything for them. In elementary school, you're still, it's, it was still very an authoritative parenting style. Um, we're telling you, this is what you're doing. This is how you're doing it. Um, it's still, it's still authoritative. We still tell our kids like basic rules and general ideas. Um, but as they've gotten older, it's become a little bit more, um, coaching them than it was more authoritative. So if you can imagine, like, let's say as when they were elementary age kids, it was more us as parents above them. Right. And then as they have grown from middle school into high school, it's become more us beside them. And then we've kind of had to posture, especially with our daughter who's about to go to college, we've had to posture ourselves more um, kind of behind her, mm. like propelling her forward and moving her out of our nest. So we've had to shift our expectations. We've had to shift the things we've asked them to do. Um, for example, when my kids turn 16, I make them make their own doctor's appointments. Mm. I make them fill out their own forms at the doctor. I've met too many 20-year-olds who are 
you know, they're, they're, that whole generation is not really used to talking on the phone, so they don't even want to call the doctor and make an appointment, much less fill out information or know either, how to so talk. It's okay. <laughs> that's true. Um, so that's one practical thing that I started making our kiddos do um, when they were 16 is, hey, you have to know your medical history. You have to know mm-hmm. how to have a conversation with the doctor. I'm still there. I still sit next to them. I still answer their questions. Um, but they have to do those things. With Bella, I've let off up even more. Let Now, as an 18-year-old, she now goes to her own appointments by herself. I don't need to go to all of those. Right. She informs me of those things. So that's kind of the shift that's happened. Yeah, we navigated that, too, going – because. We know uh, one of the big things of going from elementary to middle school is they're now going from the fifth grader where they are, you know, the top of the food chain kind of, but but it's still elementary school. So once you go into the middle school, you're the sixth grader with seventh and eighth graders. And there's a massive difference between the world of a sixth grader who's all about Fortnite, you know, know, whatever, and then the eighth grader who's experiencing some more adult things in their life. And so we made the early decision of how we wanted to help with that transition with them, because that can feel like a culture shock to some families. Um, But we wanted to make sure on all these topics that maybe, if you stop and think, what am I nervous for my kid to be, you know, uh, learn more about or be around in their middle school? Let's go ahead and we wanted to help have that conversation with them beforehand so we could be the ones to help inform them and educate them and not just rely on the eighth grader, you know, Mm -hmm. in the conversations that they have. And so we intentionally walk into a lot of conversations in our own home about these things, about maybe more difficult topics that they're going to run into in middle school, you know, or now my eighth grader going to high school. We're talking about those things now. I'd rather him do that than, you know, the 15-year-old, you know, that he's hanging out with at the bus stop or whatever. And so that's a way that we've tried to get it. Like you said, where you're from behind to now to walking alongside them, you know, or, yeah, is – or where you're saying you're in front of them, holding them, you know, navigating the way. Now yeah. walking alongside them as a coach, we're trying to do the same thing of now let's coach you in these conversations. Yeah. Just like let's talk about that so you can hear our Absolutely. our worldview and our perspective. Because if we don't tell them, they're going to learn it from somebody else. They will for sure. And so I I totally agree with you. My husband and I have the same belief, and we want to have conversations about everything that they might have a conversation with a friend about before they even walk out of the house. Um, we try really hard to. You know, let's say we're watching a TV show and there's something that comes up that's a little, uh, I wonder, hey, do they know what that is? That's the first thing that I will ask them when that show's over. Hey, tell me, do you, did you understand what they were talking about? Right. And, and if so, tell me t- what context do you understand it in? Right. Um, just to really understand their thinking on it and how much they actually know. Because a lot of times they think they know more than they actually know. Oh, absolutely. So, oh, absolutely. So, um, and most of the time what they think they know is right really isn't right. So I think that's really smart. Um, what are other intentional things that you guys have done maybe to like – Think about moving forward as as they grow up into adulthood. Are there things that you guys have thought, hey, this is really important to us. Maybe we weren't taught that when we were young adults. So I want to make sure my kids know it before they leave the house. Yeah. I two 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 things there. One is that like especially with change and transition, letting them know that most of life is seasons. Mm-hmm. You know, and that 
for the for those that I have in middle school, it's like, hey, this is probably one of the most difficult couple years you're going to have. But knowing that it goes to another season. And then once you finish that high school season, it goes on another season. And life is full of seasons and being okay with that and not being scared of change, not being scared of transition, not being scared of the unknown, that really all of life is just a collection of change and transitions. Um, but also another thing, a real practical thing is that I wish I would have had a better understanding of, and now that there's a lot of more tools and resources for them to, is finances. Like helping them think through a healthy way to manage their finances. What Maybe what we would consider of, hey, here's some, some um, godly ways we'd like to, you know, because what we do with our money kind of is shows of a reflection of our values, yeah. you know? And so not just saving, um, but hel- helping them see now of how we want to give you know, and and give to the needy, give to the church to help others and not just hold hold it in, but also have a plan for our money. You know, even if it, there's early tools now you can do with investments and all kinds yeah. of things that you can do. But I think help have a good idea of money so they're not like 25, 30 years old and they're finally raising, realizing how much debt they have and how yes. little money they actually have, but helping them walk through that practically mm-hmm. with maturity. My 16-year-old uh, got, their, got his first job and he got his first paycheck last week. And he said, what in the world are these taxes? And I was like, welcome. Welcome Welcome to the world. world." (laughs) He said, this is the worst. And I was like, yeah, Uh, okay, well, that's just part of being an adult and having a job. You pay taxes. Right. So it's been an eye-opener for sure, just real-life stuff. And I think for us as parents, if we can see ourselves as that chief um, educator, Mm -hmm. you know, with them of like, we want to be everything we can to help navigate them, help them navigate the seasons, but to educate them specifically through those seasons. I think it it positions ourselves for a longer and a better future as parents with them. I agree. I agree. Well, thanks for joining us for this episode of Teenager Tuesday. Uh, So signing off, remember parents, you can do this. You're not alone. God is with you. And so are we. Have a great week. See ya. 